Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flag Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Um, welcome along. Um, it's the second episode of, I forgot what it's called now, I think it's something like the Office Carnage Odyssey. Yeah. Um, because we're looking at, uh, where is it? It's a 1977 UK public information film called Have a Good Day, Dear, about the myriad health and safety risks that exist in the modern office, or what was the modern office then. Yeah. I couldn't find it there, but it's two weeks since we did the first one. Yeah. Of course, because you've been... uh, I've been COVID up to my eyeballs. Before we start this, can I just say, I I had a great... I had a a sudden moment of creative inspiration just as seconds before we hit record on this episode. Well, you, Andy, said, right, let's get ready. Oh, hang on, I'll just have a sip of my tea. And and at that moment, you were obscured Mm. on the screen. So I couldn't see you because there was another box in front of you on my on my laptop screen. And so all I heard was a, a gentle sip and then a really heartfelt, mmm. <laughs> and I suddenly thought, do you know what? I'd pay <laughs> to listen to a podcast of men, just men and women, enjoying lovely cups of tea. <laughs> Wouldn't that be lovely? I don't know. That, <clears throat> I don't know. That's quite divisive because whenever anybody, whether it's me, you or, or Bob, on the podcast that I do, mm. whenever anybody, anybody consumes any kind of food, there's always a huge outcry. Yes, people don't like the eating. They don't like eating, and yeah, that's fair enough. But, but I think that you think drinking's different. No, I just think it depends what you're tuning in for. If people have tuned in, tuned in for I don't know whatever the fuck they tune into this for, right? They're thinking I'm tuning in for the uh, for the shenanigans banter mm. uh the philosophy the life advice whatever you might I'm call it philosophy. right uh i'm not tuning in to listen to them stuff their fucking faces fair enough because we on haven't advertised time. that on my time my money but if it's advertised as tea drinking right then yeah. people know what they're getting if you don't like it stay away but if you do yeah. like it if it makes you horny <laughs> No, I'm not. I don't. Mean, maybe some people, because some people are into what do they? What do they call that erotic? Where you whisper and it makes people uh, sexually aroused. It's, it's not supposed to be erotic. It's meant oh. to be relaxing. ASMR. Oh. ASMR. It's not designed to be. Well, it can be. I if thought you want it was it to designed be. to be Everyone's sexy. Different. 
Okay. No. Well, yeah, no, it's a bit like that, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah, mm. nice cup of tea. It's not just whispering, Ooh. though. It's, it's textures and things like that. Like, All right. Well, um, is like, it, for example, I've got I've still got the Wombles book next to where we record, so I could just yeah. flick through the Wombles pages. Listen. Oh, it's lovely. Oh, God, that kind of thing. I feel relaxed, yeah. Um, yeah, well, why shouldn't tea drinking be part of that? I'd I'd also pay, maybe saying podcast, maybe a spin-off, just the look, sound look, of a, look, a man. Who's that? Oh, it's Baby Pele. I haven't seen I him in a while. Baby Pele. Hello, Baby Pele! I could just open and close the Baby Pele box into the microphone. I tell you what else I want to hear, though. As well as sipping the, and enjoying tea... I'd like to hear a middle-aged man, right, it, like, let out a kind of a a sort of a sigh of satisfaction as he slumps into a chair, like, as his ass touches the chair. Yeah. After he's been doing some chores. Yeah. As opposed to the noise oh. he has to make when he gets out of a chair. No, not this one. <sighs> not that. I want to hear you go. Oh. <sighs> Lovely. Yeah. Oh, we could do that and then start the tea drinking. Make that an episode, I suppose. Watch out, Turbo subscribers. A new tier might be heading your way. Tier. Very niche with, tier. With, with the emphasis on the tea in tier. <laughs> <laughs> IFS weird. Sign up now. £35 IFS a month. IFS weirdo. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this, this, this is... Have a good day, dear. I'm just going to... Oh, yeah, I was going to talk about tea again because um, I was listening to, while I was on the road yesterday, listening to Rock on Tours. Oh, yeah. Excellent podcast. I need to catch up on that. What one were you listening to? Well, I'd gone back to the beginning. I was listening to one of the very first ones and it was Phil Mm. Manzanera from Roxy Oh, yeah, I heard that one, yeah. And every now and again, you hear the sound of what I assume is a china cup being placed (laughs) into a saucer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I, I hope it was I hope it was Manzanera that was doing yeah, it. Yeah, bone china. You know, sipping some yeah, some proper posh tea china uh, while he was you, recording. You know what? I, I don't have my mum told me this, and um, I think she's right. And my nan used to say it as well. Tea tastes nicer from bone china, mate. It does. Apparently, it does. Apparently, I've had it. I don't have bone china in the house, but I think now I. I got a lovely new teapot for my birthday. Because mm-hmm. I got ill on my birthday, I haven't been able to update you on all of the lovely treats I got. Um, and But one of yeah. them was I'd asked for a two-cup pot because I didn't really have one for when it's just like m- me on my own and I'm like mm. sitting about and I fancy just a, you know, the pot that I've, the smallest pot I had was a four-cupper. It's too much. It's yeah. too much. Yeah. I needed a two-cupper. Mainly for like me and Len because Len's the only other person in the house who like me is like he'll always say yes to a cup of tea. Yeah, always. Mm. And in fact, more than me because I have a cut off. I don't really drink tea gone six o'clock. Um, no, I, I don't either. Not trying not to take any caffeine in, but of course there is decaf tea now. Yeah, but fuck that. <laughs> um, but like he'll have it any time, day or night. He'll have it. Jesus. And so I've got. Um, I got a lovely two cupper, and I'm now I'm thinking I'm going to get a cup and saucer like Phil Manzanera. Yeah, I wonder if he does his own. I'd love there to be a website. Roxy Music branded one. Fucking hell, Roxy Music tea set. 
<laughs> He's googling it. A Roxy Music tea set. That would be amazing. There is a section on Etsy called Roxy Music Gifts. Let's see if that extends to a tea set. There's a Brian Ferry uh, illustrated print, a Brian Ferry paper doll, uh, a coaster made from a ticket from one of their gigs in 1980. Other coasters, other T-shirts. I'm not seeing, unfortunately, anything that resembles a tea set. The maddest, the maddest gap in all. in all of this Etsy stuff and in the merchandise universe is that there is no Top Flight Time Machine tea set. <laughs> yeah, there's not, is there? Yeah, there's not. I mean, well, my, we're gonna have to do my, it. My mother-in-law is a very skilled potter. So I could right. try to get her to make some and we could sell them, but they'd have to be high price because she'd be doing it individual mace of order. Uh, it'd mm. be better to find some sort of like some kind of child factory in Taiwan ch- to just China knock like out, that, yeah. knock out yeah, some cheap the, ones. Yeah. yeah. There's all sorts of brilliant Roxy music stuff on Etsy that I'm interested in, but there seems to be no tea set, sadly. Okay. Well, anyway, let's return to this thing that we're supposed to be talking about. Because last time we got 20 seconds into it. And mm. we got sidetracked by the fact that one of the characters is played by Don Brennan <laughs> from Coronation Street. Um, so, um, yeah, Don, Don Brennan, Jeff Hinsliff. He walks into the, the office with his suitcase. It's a brown and grey office. Uh, he's called Ted. I can't remember how far we got with it, but he says, five minutes early, bloody trains. That's the second time this week. I'll have to watch it. I'm getting into bad habits, <laughs> which is great. Straight away, like, establishing himself as a legend, office legend. Yeah, I'll be here five minutes early. I'll be here on my time. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk in. I'm meant to walk in 10 minutes late. Yeah. And he's uh, there's a young lad in the office who's, uh, who's just started, I think, from the sounds of it. Ted System, you're a bit keen. Yeah. Uh, You're a bit uh, of a keen cunt, aren't you? Yeah. What are you doing? It's five to nine. What the fuck? <laughs> Just sit with your hands behind your head till it's nine o'clock. Make yourself a cup of tea. <laughs> and the fella says, I'm just tidying a few things up. Ted says, fatal, mate. Fatal. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a poster that he, this lad's found, which it says, keep them safe and tidy inside. Um... I'm just trying to find it on the on the screen, and he says, "What's this all about?" Um. Oh yeah, he says, "Where did you find this?" And the lad says, "Something's under a pile of rubbish." Ted, that's where it belongs. These things don't apply to us. <laughs> now, Ted is the person who this film is made for. It's it's, it's intended for. If you identify with Ted, yeah. then this film is for you. Cause straight you away are, as well. It's like watching a disaster movie or like Jaws or something. You know straight away he's mm-hmm. going to have some really... There's something bad's going to happen to Ted. A, a reckoning yeah. for Ted. Um, he's the office cunt, basically. <laughs> um, you can imagine. Well, I mean, he does, he does in a moment commit an act of sexism. Yeah. Which it's the late seventies. That's the kind of thing that was going on. Yeah, throughout yeah. The, the, the it office, was obli- uh, it was obligatory in the seventies. Yeah, it was. So, uh, yeah, he says these things don't apply to us. We've heard it all before, and the lad puts the the poster up on the wall, 
<laughs> Ted says, you wait till you've been here a while. You'll change. We all do. <laughs> yeah, you'll become a jaded cunt just <laughs> like me. <laughs> just like me. Makes yeah. me laugh, you young, keen cunts coming in here, <laughs> thinking that you're normal humans and not arseholes like I am. Trying to impress. Yeah. Looking for a promotion from day one. Fuck that. We're here to fuck the system. <laughs> Bring a big bag or a coat with deep pockets and fill them up. As much stationery as you can get your hands Toilet on. Toilet roll. Typing paper. That carbon, <laughs> the carbon copy sheets that you put Typing between ribbon. two sheets. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the carbon copy sheets, though? They were good, weren't oh, they? Oh, yeah. I used to nick loads. I used to nick absolutely fucking loads from my mum's offices because I used to go to her office after school when I was little. She got a job right near me. There was basically two companies where she could get a job as a secretary and she worked first at one until that Mm. they moved. So she was just like, right, fine, I'll just get get a job at the other one, right? So so it was close enough for me to leave primary school and walk straight to her office Mm. and sit with her for two hours. But I have to say, I've talked about those places quite a lot because they were like de facto families. Do you know what I mean? I spent a lot of time in offices in the 80s, the Mm. early 80s, and they were like, the people were really nice. Like, Mm. they were really nice. You know, I was there and I look back now and I think every day, like every day some kid some snot-nosed little shithead just lurking about in your office you know open plan as well most of the time it's not like my mum had her own room and i don't know if it was me you'd sort of think it's a bit weird that kid's just here the like for Mm. pretty much half the day every day people were so nice to me in those places i should fucking look the cunts up now because they're like, they'd look after me, they'd entertain me, everyone would be really mm. friendly. No one was ever grumpy or miserable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone would just be like, in those days, it sort of felt like, in some ways, it was like, because you were a kid, you put a smile on people's faces. But it's not like I was a lovely little, I wasn't the sort of kid who'd get up and do a little tap dance. You yeah. know, I was just probably just fucking miserable and sulky most of the time. But people go, hello, Sam, how are you? And all of that sort of stuff. It was lovely, yeah. really nice. And probably a nice change from all the drudgery of the office work, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. Having a kid. And if they have kids of their own, it'll be a nice reminder that that's why they're doing the job. Did I tell you? I've, I must have told you about the woman. Uh, uh, my my mum's... The, the, the one when I was young was... Um, sign centre which I've definitely told you about because that's when I developed a passion for Perspex <laughs> which, oh yeah which, which, which remains to this day it does yeah I absolutely love Perspex the smell of it the touch of it the look of it everything fucking huge fan and it was that was because it was a Perspex sign cutting company and I had lots of fun there and I've told you about going down in the factory and the pranks we would pull and also how there seemed to be a trade in fresh meat. Meat was exchanged yeah. just as much as money in return for labour. <laughs> was there any refrigeration for this meat? To be uh, I think kept there were fridges the there. Yeah, they must, must have, been. have been. Yeah, so there was a lot of meat going around in those days. But then uh, R M Douglas, that was the set. That was one she moved to because so- Sign Centre moved to other to la- to a larger warehouse and compound in Hounslow. Mm. and um, I think I've spoken before about the fact that Hounslow is not a very pleasant place so and it was too far from my school so my mum went well I've got no, you've left me with no other option but to apply for a job at RM Douglas the only other <laughs> company near to my son's school 
and she, she got a job there and uh i was in rm douglas and this there was this woman and and she she was she was nice looking back she was nice but i hated her because i found her really patronizing and you know when you're in that age where you're getting like say 10 11 and mm. you start to be very sensitive to being patronized like you yeah, decide yeah. around 10 or 11 you decide you're not a kid anymore and of course you are to all intents and purposes you are and you certainly look like one but in your mind you're not and bear in mind andy i was fully pubic by then as well not to boast but what, I, yeah, 11 yeah yeah whoa yeah and actually word had got round at school and i was subject to a little bit of sort of teasing from the girls at primary school but i didn't care Sam's fully pubic. Sam's fully no, pubic. No, a girl came up to me in front of everyone and went, I hear you've got a jungle down there. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's a... That, there's a there's a phrase. I know. That sounds like a come on. It's quite upsetting. No, she was trying to humiliate me. She was that sort of a girl. I won't know, but she was that sort of... Anyway, I didn't... I said, you know, I, I looked as if to say, look, you can try and humiliate me as much as you want, but I'm not... I'm not embarrassed by the fact that I've I'm got I'm a pubic pubes. pioneer. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pube pirate. <laughs> Little did I know I'd soon become a, a two-pump pirate. pirate. I was a ten-pube pirate. <laughs> anyway, my pubes aside, I decided that I was a man and I didn't want to be patronised or treated like a kid anymore, right? Yeah. And that's why I like the guys on the factory floor because they just treat me like an adult too One much of anything right yeah come in go on help yourself to a fucking john player special have a can of skull yeah have a can of skull sit down there with a copy of this porno mag while we just <laughs> finish making some things <laughs> yeah hold on to this electric circular saw for a second will you no <laughs> careful though while you're looking at that copy of fucking escort magazine <laughs> right Don't put the sword in your pubes <laughs> she she's coming this woman every day she'd come in and she'd be patronizing she'd go hello sam hello how are you oh i bet you've been up to mischief as usual and I go, <laughs> yeah. And when she went out of the room, I'd go to my mum, I fucking, what's her problem? Treat me like a fucking baby all the time. And my mum would go, look, don't mind her. She's really m- nice. She means well, but she doesn't have kids of her own. She doesn't, she kind of doesn't distinguish between different ages of kids. Right. So she she won't yeah. understand that you're an older kid. She just doesn't. Oh, and I'd be like, I didn't want to hear her. I don't care. I don't like her. She's out of order. She shouldn't treat me like that. Right. I'm gonna have to give her a slap. And my and my mum's like, no, don't do it. No, I, I can understand it's annoying, but she's a nice woman, really. Jalapeno. Jalapeno. And then one day she came in, and oh, I remember I was reading something. I got I was really into Marvel comics by this age, and I was reading like um probably like something like Iron Man or the Avengers or something like that. And I thought, you know, like, when you get a bit pretentious, I thought, actually, these are not comics in the traditional sense. These are more like graphic novels. Graphic novels. The the themes in them are, 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 you know, these are matters of philosophy and life. Right. And um, like when people used to say Battlestar Galactica was about the Iraq war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just some funny about space, isn't it? Yeah, it's just fucking shit that nerds say to make them feel better about the fact they're engaging with, you know, juvenilia. I say, so what? Except it's fucking juvenilia. It's a bit of fun. 
you know. Go and read the Beano. Why not? As I said to my dad only recently, it's a bit of fun. <laughs> it's does, a bit of fun. doesn't need to be anything more or anything less than that. You don't have to dress it up, right? Anyway, there I was reading my copy of The Avengers and this woman's come in and gone, Core Comics! Oh, comics. I bet you love comics. And I'm like, this has tipped me over the edge. I'm like, it's not a fucking comic. This is Marvel, right? And my mum, I can see my mum thinking he's going to snap one these days and be rude to her. So she's come in and she's 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 turned out to be at the office knitter, right? She's She knits things. Okay. And she's been knitting people novelty jumpers. Um, oh. with pictures on. I know, yeah, a bit Giles Brandreth, but whatever. And she's coming, she's going, have you seen this jumper I've just done for so-and-so who's had a baby? And my mum's like, oh, that's lovely. And she's, my mum's gone just to be polite. She's going, oh, you'll have to do me one of those. I don't know what you put on it. And she goes, oh, maybe I could do Sam one. What would you like me to knit on your jumper, Sam? And I'm just really grumpy sitting there, not engaging. She went, oh, I bet you'd like a big space rocket, wouldn't you? Right? <laughs> And I thought, and I was just about to say something, right? Like, why, why don't you fucking shut your mouth? No, I do not want a fucking space rocket. What do you think I am? Three years old, right? But before I want Tintin. Before I could say anything, my mum, who was trying to sort of stick up for me in her own peculiar way, she, this is what she really said, right? She goes, nah, he'd probably prefer a naked woman. And I've gone, what? <laughs> what? No, I wouldn't. Shut up. <laughs> I was like really confused. And suddenly everyone, there was three people in this room and it was like super awkward because I felt yeah. awkward. Like I don't want my mum going around saying that I want an image of a naked woman knitted into a woolly jumper. Yeah. I don't want my mum thinking, let alone talking, about the fact that I have developed an interest in the naked female form. Yeah. Right? Why That's did she you. say that? Yeah. And how did she know? I don't even know if I was thinking about naked women a lot that age. I, I mean, I probably was. You will have been. You yeah, will have probably. been. You'd rather have a space rocket. But she, I don't a want a woman. knitted woolen fanny at the behest of my mother. Come on. Yeah. This is disturbing shit, right? The woman who was quite straight, she was a square. I mean, she had to be to be going around knitting all these jumpers, right? She's thought, fucking hell, what? I'm not knitting that for your I'm son. I'm ringing social services. Yeah, exactly. And my mum, the moment she's blurted it out, I could see on her face, she's thought, I've misjudged this. I had to say something. I had to say something very quickly to reassure him that he was perceived as an adult. But unfortunately, the best thing I could think of under pressure <laughs> was naked woman. Because <laughs> I tried to think really quickly, what is an example of a thing that an older man really likes? Naked uh, woman. Fanny. All of them. <laughs> fanny yeah. and tits. Yeah. Knit him a pair of woolly tits. He'd like that. I was like, mum, I don't want, and I was a bit like this, I don't want a rocket or a naked woman. I want whatever's in the middle of those things. <laughs> maybe a football. I don't know what that would be. Or a fast car. A motorbike, maybe. Oh, God. Yeah, that was really you, awkward. I mean, it's pretty... You just mentioned there, earlier on nicking, yeah. nicking from offices, and it reminded me of my old price days, something which I'd forgotten and buried away. But now and again, very rarely and very randomly, when the shop closed at 5.30 mm. every evening, at about 5.28... 
the security officer for the entire company would just fucking wander in. All right, cunts. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And he was the most menacing, joyless fucker you'd ever come... I think he was probably ex-police, I think. I think he was called Alan. Of course he was. And every cunt's pockets had to be turned out and bags had to be turned out. That's really horrible, isn't it? In case anyone was nicking, you know, cassettes of the latest fucking take that album or whatever and he was there and there whoever was in charge had to cash up you normally did the cashing up the morning after mm. they had to cash up there and then just in case they were walking out with any money you had to account for any cash that you had in your pockets I think if you had a large amount of money on you you had to sign it in and the store manager I'd make a note of it in the store diary what because you might walk Andy's in one morning got 50 pounds you might be yeah. like you've, your nan's just it's been your birthday you've got some money yeah. off of your nan and an uncle yeah right and and you're going out after work to the pub with your mates and there's talk yeah. that you might go on after to like a disco and so mm. some, so you've got 50 quid that you're taking you're out 50 quid you. about your person because you wouldn't have it you've got a cash point if you needed money yeah you or you'd, 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 buy some, around you'd buy something with a cheque you have to you declare it a debit card it's yeah, like going in and out cash. of a country declare a large yeah. sum of cash about your person I don't know if that was true or not but I think if you had a big amount of money you had to get it signed in but in, yeah in those days fucking... if, I, if I had anything over like if I had anything that was in note form i.e. five pounds or over yeah. It would n- always be in my shoe, never anywhere else. My my mum, my mum would not allow me to leave the house if I had that kind of money. If I had a fiver mm. or more, she's like, "Put it in your shoe." And sometimes I'd be you like, got "Mugged every day, didn't you?" But I'm only going to fucking go to the end of the street. I'm going to break it as soon as I get to the end of the street because yeah. I've already decided that at the at the new, at the bodega at the lights. <laughs> I've already decided I'm buying a packet of juicy fruit and a two finger Kit Kat just to get the day rolling. <laughs> that's what that's what's gonna fucking just get the day started. That sounds right? like a good deal. And that's fucking coming out of my pocket within I'll be at the bodega in five minutes, mum. Don't care, put it in mm. your shoe. So Don't then I'm in the bodega the and the I've bodega. got I've got to take the fucking shoe off and yeah. I'm going to school. So it's a leather shoe. It's a leather town yeah. shoe. I've got to remove that, get out my fucking sweaty fiver, hand it to fucking Mr. Patel, who's going to want to take it off me with a pair of fucking tweezers because he sees where it's been, and then change it up for my Kit Kat yeah. and Juicy Fruit. Come off it, mum. Don't make me do that. I don't care. Put it in your shoe or I'm taking it off you. Oh, I've got a right yearning for juicy fruit right now. Is it still a thing? <laughs> no, but you can get a sort of a you know like you can't Rig- get juicy fruit anymore. Well, I don't anymore. know, but it's not readily available. But you know Wrigley's extra, the, yeah. the little things, the sugar-free ones. They do do a yeah, fruit flavour. But no, but now they do a fruit flavour, mate, and it it's similar. It's not quite as sweet because obviously it's sugar-free, but it's a similar right. taste to juicy fruit. But it's not the same because juicy fruit had that really sexy looking yellow packet yeah aesthetically it was the best of the three spearmint green peppermint white juicy fruit yellow 14 packs of juicy fruit for £8.49 is the packaging still the same yes well in that case it's worth it and it's free delivery 
Get it to... How long's the turnaround? It's a week. Mm, is it available on Amazon Prime? I'm wondering whether I could get it dropped by drone tonight. Can't, can't be had. Uh, £12.50 if you want next day delivery. Or if you want to wait a week, it's 8 49 which is 61 pence a packet, which isn't too bad in the current climate. Tempted. See, my mum thinks that you can't get certain things anymore. And I go, this would be a great example. I go, mum, you can get anything on the internet. But she doesn't, you know, like old people, they don't trust. She still doesn't trust buying off the internet. So the joke with my mum is, if you ask her for anything outside of her comfort zone, which is basically anything that's available in Sainsbury's local at the end of her road, right? Mm. She always says, well, I shall have to get the bus to Brent Cross. Right, Brent Cross is a fucking huge shopping centre near Wembley that's fucking right. miles from where my mum lives, right? But in the 80s and probably the 70s, it was the only big, way before Westfields or any of these places existed, right? It was London's number one sort of big shopping mall. It was the closest to an American shopping mall that existed anywhere, okay. right? But this is, we're going right back. And you'd sometimes go there, say if you were going back to school, summer holidays, and go, right, we're going to get the bus to Brent Cross, right? And we're going to get the bus to Brent Cross so you can get your back to school stuff. Because they've got a massive Smiths there, so you can get the stationery. And they've got like a big fucking CNA or whatever. You get your your, tr- your trousers, What you know, they've got a place for your yeah. shoes. They've got a the lot, right? We're going to go there. And it'll be a big fucking outing. And it's not one it'll bus. It'll be a day, wouldn't it? Yeah, getting the, it's, a da- it's a day stuff, out. Yeah. It's, not, it's, not, it's not one bus. It's like two really long buses to get to Brent mm. Cross from where my mum lives. And it's a shit day out as well. Yeah, it's pretty shit. Although, you know, there'd be like a can, like a canteen-style lunch to be had. You'd be having yeah. a cup of tea out of a metal pot There'd be incentives. There'd be, that, that would incentivise yeah. you. But, yeah. like, like, my mum's still now. It's 2023, right? And if you ask her, if she said she'll text me, it's nice, you know, when it's my birthday, she'll text me a week or two before and go, is everything you'd like for your birthday? And I usually do just say pants and socks, because I always need pants and socks, right? Doesn't. And the thing is, I just want it to be simple, Andy. Because with my mum, if I ask her anything outside, something that's really easy to get, mm. she will always go, well, okay, wow, um... Can you write that down and put it like, can you write that down and like put it in an email to me so I can remember the exact name of the thing you're asking for, right? And be like anything. And I go, don't worry about it. Just give me pants and socks. Oh, I don't want to get you pants and socks. That's boring. That's boring. Don't ask for pants and socks. It's boring. So I go, okay, well, get me this. Oh, well, I'm going to have to go to Brent Cross, right? And my mum. It's not the eighties. You don't have to go to Brent Cross. I don't want you to go to Brent Cross. No, I shall have to go to Brent Cross now. No, it's all right. I don't mind. And you go, Mum, please don't, don't go to Brent Cross. I'm begging you. But she you. won't buy off the internet. But for my, she doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, she just doesn't believe. Plus, I, I also think with old people, like they want it to. They don't have much in the diary, so yeah, it's part yeah. of it. She'll have right in the build up to like some one of her son's birthdays. She'll be like, what? I've got to arrange a day out somewhere to yeah, yeah. source and purchase 
my child's birthday present. It's nice. Mm-hmm. So I think she purposefully wants to avoid the internet because it's too simple. She doesn't want that. She wants a day trip. She wants her day trip to Brent yeah, Cross. Understandable. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go to Brent Cross. And she always claims that's where the head office is of every shop, every retail chain in the <laughs> whole of Britain. She'll be like, Well, I'll go to Brent Cross, that's where the head office is, they'll have it there. <laughs> They don't. But here's a side note. Amazing. No one has their head office at Brent Cross. Brent Cross isn't the site you of a single. Yeah, it's just they're just shops. But because some back in the day, the shops tended to be the larger things. So there'd be a particularly large M and S right at Brent Cross. It'd be a particularly large one that would have. It would stock probably more stuff than your average high yeah. street M and S. Ditto Smiths or Boots or whatever. She thought they were the biggest. In the she country, she so thinks he's the, the biggest, office. so it's the head office. She thinks that's where Sir John M and S sits out back yeah. in at a desk. And if you get there early, you can probably get a sit down with him to talk about sandwich fillings <laughs> and sandwich fillings they should be considering for the future. I've noticed you don't do a jam sandwich, Mr. Marks and Spencers. Is there a reason for that at all? Because I do believe it would be very popular with your customers. I, for one, would certainly buy a jam sandwich from M&S. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so she loves going to Brent Cross. And um, my brother, Theo, we were, we were talking about our favourite chocolate bars once around the table. Mm. And, you know, obviously I said, well, push comes to shove, it's got to be a Snickers. And I think my mum said Snickers too, which I know what you're thinking, it's quite unladylike, but (laughs) (laughs) no judgments. I wasn't thinking that at all. No, you're thinking, I didn't realise Sam's mum was so butch. (laughs) Didn't say Yorkie. Butch. Sam's butch mum loves a Snickers. (laughs) I can't remember what everyone else said. But my brother Theo, who's very much the pretentious member of the family, you know, like in Bread, the one who thought he was a poet. Adrian. Yeah. yeah. He's carrying a briefcase around. Yeah, yeah. So he, of course, has given it this one. We get around the table and everyone's just said normal chocolate bars. He said, topic, right? And oh. like, we were, wow, classic topic. He's got he's to be a bit different, isn't it? It's got to be a bit quirky. Bit arty. Well, they, right. they've discontinued topics, so there you well, go. Listen, she's gone. You can't get topics anymore, and he's gone. Yeah. You can, but in certain places, you, you can get them only in certain places. This is a few years yeah. ago, mind you, right? Right. So, and she's gone. Well, I none of the shops I go to have them. She's talking about two shops, basically, right? And he in goes, Bancross. "Well, you can get them." He goes, "And if you ever do see them." Buy them, buy up a load in bulk, and I'll reimburse you. Right, and, on top. and then she, then he's gone, and she's gone like this. Oh, oh, I feel so sad for Theo. And I go, what are you fucking talking about? You feel so sad. Well, it's all right for you. Your favourite chocolate bar Snickers, they're ten a penny. You can get them anywhere. But poor old Theo, he can't get a topic anywhere. His life's over. (laughs) His life's not worth living. (laughs) No wonder he looks so miserable. No wonder he's been writing them sad poems. No wonder he listens to Elvis Cuscuello all the time. (laughs) That miserable cunt Cuscuello, right? And I've gone, 
well, what are you going to do? I mean, you know, life goes on. And she said, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to get him. I'm going to, I'm very good at researching these things. I'm going to research and I'm going to get him a whole box of topics to last him a year. And I go, oh yeah, how are you going to do that? And she goes, well, I'm going to go up. Oh, let me guess. You're going to go up Brent Cross on the bus. Yes, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I said, and you are fucking certain that if you get to Brent, you're not going to call ahead. You're just that confident that when you get all the way to Brent Cross, which is over an hour's journey, you're going to definitely be able to walk around and just eventually find somewhere selling a box of topics. Yes, I think I will. I'll That's do where it. the head office is. And she gets a, she always gets a friend, right? She's always got one of her friends. She goes, I'll call Jackie or I'll call yeah. Delia, right? Or so she goes, I'll call, I'll call Jack or I'll call Frankie Allen from the searchers. He'll come with me. <laughs> she always enlists a mate to go with her, right? And yeah. if we're going up to Brink Cross to get some topics, right? And while she's saying it, I, with a smug little cunt smile on my face, I, the only member of the family who went to university. Yes. <laughs> have gone. Ah, oh, you needn't bother. I've just done it. What are you doing on that phone of yours? I said, I'll tell you what I'm fucking doing. I've just found, purchased a fucking massive box of 80 topics and they are, be- and they are being sent to Theo's address as we fucking speak because I'm a Prime member. Give me that phone. <laughs> I don't believe you. She's looked at it and she's seen it. It said, ordered, 80 fucking yeah. topics. And I had Theo's address already in the fucking phone. Wow. And she's gone, you little shit. And I go, what? <laughs> you, 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 this is what you wanted. You wanted him to have topics. <laughs> did you actually want him to have topics? Or did you want the feeling of being a saviour? Was it about you and your ego and your sense of va- value? Right. All she wanted was a day out in Brent Cross. And I ruined it for her. You did. <laughs> there was no reason to go anymore. You smart aleck little cunt. <laughs> go to your room. Go. <laughs> fuck it. No. Fuck it. I'm go- And you. No wonder Rod hates you. Fucking <laughs> 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 okay, hell. Um, we kind of ran out of time. But we got about another twenty seconds into the. Um, I'm glad I told day, that I woman to knit a naked woman for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knit him a fanny. That'll. Fa- <laughs> He's a little freak. That's the sort of thing that'd turn him on. I've heard him in his bedroom. <laughs> He'll rub his fucking knob on it. All his pubes. <laughs> all fucking weirdo. <laughs> you know he's fully pubic. Yeah, disgusting, isn't it? At his age. At his age. All right, we'll have another go at this, this office uh, uh, Odyssey thing next week. Thanks for listening. And goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>